What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello. Good day. I hope that whatever day you find yourself listening to this episode is just a beautiful day. Today we are talking about expectations. I want to talk a little bit about unmet expectations, what kind of expectations we have for ourselves, what kind of expectations we have for other people, and how those expectations shape our view of things. So let's get into it. First, I have this quote that I love because I love quotes. It says, expectation feeds frustration. It is an unhealthy attachment to people, things, and outcomes. We wish we could control, but don't. I like that. For me, the first thing that stands out there is the expectation of outcome and people and things. All of these things we cannot control. And having an expectation that we can control any of those things is automatically going to set us up for frustration. So instead, what if we just change what our expectations are? I don't think expectations are inherently bad. When I was going through um, trying to find a couple quotes that I liked and looking at what other folks have to say about expectations, also I have heard this in my life previously, it kind of brought back a couple things that we're going to talk about here. Um, how I used to feel and think about expectations. Anyways, the idea that having no expectations of anything is the way to go because then you can never be disappointed. Or I used to always practice expecting the worst. And I don't know, maybe you've heard that expect the worst, hope for the best. But the thing is, when you are expecting the worst and always have negative expectations, That is what your brain is going to be looking for. And since your brain is not wired for happiness, but survival anyways, it is already looking for anything that is a potential threat or danger in order to, you know, help you with the whole survival thing. And so when your focus and attention is on negative expectations, expecting negative outcomes or negative things to happen, again, your thoughts are neuroprogramming tools. And so if you're constantly programming negative expectations, you're going to behave in a way that communicates this expectation of negative shit to the universe on an energetic level, because we are all made of inner of molecular energy that vibrates and communicates in that way. So that is one way that you were putting that out into the world. And if that seems a little bit hard to understand or you know, get on board with, think about it like this. When you have those negative expectations, you at, you feel a certain way about it, you think a certain way about it, and then that, that informs your behavior. And so when you're putting all of that out in the way that you interact with the world and with the people in your environment, that is also going to come across in probably not the most positive or beneficial way. So that's something to think about there. Going back to that quote, the next thing that kind of pops out at me is the expectation of a certain outcome. And this, for me, 
is something new in my life in the last several years that I have been practicing, focusing on my expectations of my effort rather than an outcome that I'm looking for, because ultimately we cannot control any kind of outcome. What we can control is our effort, our intention, the things that we think and the things that we do. That's it. So if we have expectations for a certain kind of outcome, we are going to lead, that is going to lead us to frustration. Also, it brings to mind a conversation, conversations that I've had with folks over the years talking about how something didn't turn out the way they expected. The thing is, things don't just turn out. Things, situations, circumstances, our environment is a result of the decisions we make, the habits that we have, and the things that we do in our life. And so if something didn't have the outcome that you maybe were expecting, the first place to start is what was the effort and input into this situation? Not like in a way to blame yourself or shame yourself or guilt yourself, but as the saying goes, I don't know where this came from, but I got it from my dear friend at the movement maestro, Dr. Shante Cofield. Um, and I know other people have said this, but anyway, you either win or you learn in regards to failure. So if something didn't turn out the way that you wanted it to, look at what the steps were, what the process was, and learn how to change it in a way that comes closer, may, may get you closer to the outcome that you're looking for. Another piece being the expectations that we have for other people. This is just, there's so much involved here. So the whole thing with unmet expectations is that, again, we become upset when the reality that we face doesn't actually match the expectations that we have. So for example, I expect my husband to understand why I'm upset. And if he doesn't, that makes me even more upset. So maybe I can take a pause here and get a little curious and ask myself, do I actually know why I'm upset? Like, what is the thing that I'm actually upset about? And then another question, did I communicate this expectation that I had to him? Is he even aware of this? And who are my expectations in this situation really about? Are they about him or are they about myself? And again, turning that focus onto what we can control, which is my, my effort, my communication, the things that I'm doing. And a lot of the time we have these expectations, unrealistic expectations for people that they know exactly what we're thinking or we're feeling or understand where we're coming from when one, we haven't ever told them these things. And two, even if we are communicating something to someone and we think we've had a successful communicative transaction, it may not necessarily be because everyone bases their perception of reality, the world around them and how they interpret a situation, the lens through which we see the world based on our own lived experiences and understanding of the world that way. So even if I am communicating my expectations and desires, unless I'm really specific about I want exactly A, B, and C in ABC manner, it may come out differently because the interpretation from the other person may not be the same as my intention. These are all factors that we have to think about when we're having expectations for other people. So there's something I read, expectation minus observation equals frustration. And to me, that just means you have to be aware of what's actually going on and how that may conflict with the expectations you have. And maybe you can make adjustments then to these expectations to match what actually is happening 
And that will take away some of that frustration. So awareness and willingness to accept the reality of the moment. So an example of this on a personal note from my lived experiences, the last several years I have been trying to get in shape in a way that I haven't been for about five years. And I kept having these expectations of myself that I would be able to continue to have the strength and all of the things I needed to work out in the same way that I used to lifting the same kind of weight, doing the same kind of movements with my body, running the same kind of distances in the same kind of time when I haven't done those things in several years. So my expectation was that I could do these things that I haven't been practicing, that I haven't done in several years, that my body wasn't trained at this point or conditioned to do. I had lost a bunch of that muscle. I haven't been practicing. And so I had these kind of wildly unrealistic expectations for what I would be able to do. And that led me to so much frustration and... um a lot of time being just really hard on myself about why I couldn't do these things. And it's because I was not giving myself the space to be aware of where I was in this moment. And I wasn't willing to accept that the reality of where that where my body was in in those those years was not where it had previously been as far as strength and such. And so I had to start kind of from the ground floor again. And then my pride got involved in all of these things. And I had these expectations that I should be able to do whatever it was I used to be able to do, which doesn't make any sense. And there's that should work. Should doesn't exist. It either is or it isn't. Should literally exists nowhere except in our own heads where we use it to punish ourselves. So go ahead and throw that shit out. And so as we talk about our expectations that we have for ourselves, I think the best way to approach these things is just to get really curious. We talked about this last week, and it's just one of my new favorite things, so I'm going to keep talking about it. Become aware of and then examine the expectations you have for yourself. Get really curious and get really investigative about it. Are your expectations based in what you've observed in the present moment or something that you think it should be? If you hear yourself saying something that it should be, you you need you need an overhaul on that expectation. And then what is a rational timeline for this goal? What are your expectations about it? With me and my my f- renewed fitness journey, my goal was that I should be able to do these things like immediately or within a couple of months. That is just not how that works. That's not how my body that's not it is not physically possible. And so what are our expectations for time? Remembering that most things learning new skills, whether it's physical, mental, emotional change, business, education, 18 months to two years is about how long things take to start changing. So are the expectations you have for yourself different than the expectations you would have for others in the same situation? That's a good one too. A lot of us are much harder on ourselves than we are on other people. So if we would give other people grace and time and say, oh, you know, I see that you're working really hard. You're putting in the effort good job, keep going. And then we turn around and say to ourselves, like, why can't you do this? You're taking too long. You suck. Whatever the case is, we need to change the way that we're speaking to ourselves. So some common expectations we can talk about. I should be good at this. Life shouldn't be this hard. I should feel good all of the time. 
Again, our brain is not built for happiness. It's built for survival. And who says that we should feel good all of the time? Who says life shouldn't be difficult? In the way of talking about stress and anxiety and dealing with life's challenges and adversities and obstacles, I think that we get this idea somewhere that there should just be, and there's that should, it doesn't exist, so this is why, that there's some kind of stress-free life and if things are difficult and we're not feeling great or we're feeling down or we're feeling, um, you know, nervous or anxious or, or any of these things that we kind of tend to categorize as, as bad or negative feelings or, or things, interactions, occurrences in the world, in our world, then there's something wrong that something's like gone off track and we need to fix things and things aren't right. That's just part of the human experience. Sometimes we don't feel great. That's part of learning to appreciate when things do feel great. It's just part of the human experience. But when we have those expectations for something and how it should be, we are not factoring in what it is. We're not factoring in the effort. We're looking at an outcome. And so all of these things lead to frustration. And like I said earlier, I think that, you know, I've heard people say that not having expectations is the way to go. I I disagree. I think that having expectations is fantastic. I think that we should expect certain things from ourselves. We should expect certain things from others in the way of what we are willing. See, but that the expectations of others really just comes back to us. What are we willing to um, allow into our into our environment, into our sphere, into our sphere? I was originally going to say, you know, I, I do expect that people treat other people with a certain amount of respect and and things of that nature, but we really can't. We can't expect other people to give what we would or to think in the same way that we would. So I'm going to amend that and say that, no, I don't think you should have expectations for other people, but expectations for yourself, yes. I think we should expect ourselves to put in as much effort in life as we can. We should expect kindness from ourselves. We should expect that we can accomplish anything that we put our minds to. We can expect that nothing is impossible as long as we keep trying. We should expect only the best things. We should expect a variation in the experiences that we're having in life. We should expect to feel and experience the whole array and spectrum of human emotions and feelings, because what a gift that is. We should expect life to throw us challenges if we ex- if we are wanting to become stronger and grow and learn and change. And we should expect that if we are not seeking those challenges and not making efforts to grow, that the outcomes that we're looking for may not happen. I think I'm going to leave it there. I think that uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Make the expectations you want for yourself with love and with kindness and with the observation of what resources are currently available to you to reach these expectations. And with that, the idea that the expectations you have will be fulfilled when they are fulfilled with the expectation that you will continue to strive for whatever it is that your goal is in that moment until you have reached your goal with the expectation that there will be ups and downs in this process and it may take longer than you want and there will be 
a whole array of learning experiences in there. And with the allowance that you are allowed to change your expectations at any point in time. All right, folks, I'm gonna leave it there. I said that once, but for real this time, that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll do this again next week. Thank you endlessly for stopping by to listen to me talk to you. I like it a lot. I'm glad you're here. Until next week, peace out.